0: You're now listening to The Alternative
1: Idiots, where facts don't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Alternative Idiots. It is Fran, your boy, and I've been joined by the greatest. We have uh, we have the Kid Cash on deck. How you Here. doing? I'm chilling, bro, how about you? Not bad, can't complain. I got, I got a beer on me. I got some tasty treats. Um, what kind of treats though? Oh, these are these are brought to you by Rich Snacks. These are some type of uh, Applejack treats. Pretty good.
2: Yeah, right, I gotta trust them later.
1: Yeah, they're they're great. Steve. Here. How you doing, bro? I'm hoping. Yeah, that's good. Are you enjoying uh, the January season?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cold. It's all right. Yeah. It's like a. It's almost like. The first month.
1: It's, it feels like the first month. You could, It has that first month smell.
0: You mean it is the first month? It is. All of January smells like January. But February...
1: It smells like hearts. Mm-hmm. Odd smell. Very odd right. smell.
0: Yeah.
1: All month long.
2: Yeah. That very smell
1: like loneliness. Ooh, better. Don't trigger people already for though. It's already in the podcast. Speaking of triggering you, do you <laughs> like... Do you like dank memes... I know you do because everyone does especially Fidel's right Fidel? Yeah Are you good?
0: Yeah Fidel's dying Fidel's
1: Uh, choking on the dank memes Ladies and gentlemen if you like dank memes go follow us on our Instagram at Alternative Idiots that is also our username on SoundCloud iTunes and Google Play and as an added bonus we have uh, Twitter at follow the facts that's follow the F-A-X for your uh for your alternative needs you know what i'm talking about because i don't so back back to the topic at hand people we are being robbed
0: what?
1: of our information mm-hmm. yep that's right let me tell you what's going on fidel you see when you're walking around the street Where? somebody and by somebody i mean google or if you were using that horrible app on the iphone does it even have a name maps
0: um, on the on the the iPhone, I think, it just, I think it's just it's maps. Just it's just maps, right? Yeah, Apple Maps.
1: Or if you're using maps on the iPhone, um, oh. Apple is collecting your information, but your information is being transferred from where you're at somewhere else.
2: But the thing is that, uh, the whole thing with data is like, do companies let it be known that well? I know, I know, we're all supposed to read everything, but they kind of make it like very like you have to accept a whole bunch of crap. But so I is, mean, is that kind of like the kind of like the bad side of it? Like, yeah, they're collecting data, but it's like, are, do you even know what they're collecting? Actually, they
1: let you know exactly what they're collecting. Yeah, but are
2: they being very direct?
1: Yes. Like, I think in, at least in Android, like, before an app uses, like, your microphone, the app, that app will yeah, ask yeah, you, like, yeah. hey, do you want, can I use your mic?
2: No, no, no. But, like, also, like, like you were talking about the maps. Like, the map says, like, hey, you know, it's better for you to turn on your location so we can better service your GPS. Right. But it's, like, you're turning it on so they could track every step that you take. Yeah. But they're not saying that right on the screen. Like, hey, by the way, oh, we're right. just collecting your shit.
1: Right, I mean, yeah, I, they're...
2: They, so it's like kind of like our companies deceiving us so they can't have our data also. Yeah,
1: but the, so the information is being taken from you without you even knowing. Yeah. And these companies are using it for, I think, malicious reasons.
2: Yeah, because you, you don't know exactly... They'll, they'll tell you they're gathering your data and whatever, but it's like, do you know exactly what that information is going to be put into? Like, they could be taking your location, my location, and they might be like, okay, this is where we can gather these people all the time. These kind of, or like this age group, so now they can basically learn how to manipulate you even in a greater chance, and also that right. actually helps maybe even hackers because once they can get into like that data, right? Even though they're gathering and they're like, oh, we have your stuff, we're not going to sell it to anybody, but now that the data is gathered up in a place, yeah, does that make it more vulnerable now?
1: It does. But actually, on, on that topic that you were mentioning about the information being used, that is, you know, that's that's actually pretty scary because imagine someone being able to know exactly where you are at any given time yeah like if if you had if someone was able to access that information they would be able to be like well you know from this time to this time period he's at work obviously based on his location and how long he's being in this location let's just go to his house and rob him yeah you they can
2: manipulate certain things in your life because they already know your routine so if they know you're gonna to go to the supermarket this they can go you know try to you know, they they can do multiple life like consequences that can ruin your life, right? Or manipulate you into doing certain things that you didn't know you were going to do because they know how you react, react to certain things,
1: right? Right, and they have that information, which is why, <laughs> which is why it is very, very important to protect your privacy, especially nowadays. It is a uh, 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 horrible time for information because we we have data breaches left and right on a yeah, but, on an almost monthly basis. But that's
2: also like. We're we're storing this data because these companies are saying that hey we have it secure, but they really don't. They end up getting leaked all the information, and you know it's a whole big cyber attack.
1: Right, right. That, Actually, on
2: know,
1: that, on that, what is a cyber attack exactly?
2: I mean, it's kind of like somebody trying to attack the network so they can figure out either they're trying to gather all this information or, or maybe like trying to bring down the network. Right. But it's also so they can run the network. It's kind of like um, like in movies where we always see like the guy putting his ear to the safe. Right, they're just listening to how to see how it creaks the lock, so they know how to pick it. Like, okay, it's so at this number. Boom, right, click, 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 click. So once they have that information, now they have they just open that safe, and they can take all that data now. Right, now they know how to access maybe your bank account because let's be honest, most people have almost the same password for multiple accounts. Right, I mean, There's I think not very not I think many, many people
1: are victims to that of having either a very easy password. Which would include one, two, three, four, five, six, or whatever sequence of numbers, or password one, two, three, or yeah. your name, or um, having the same passwords across different platforms. Very dangerous behavior.
2: Yeah, because if you have the same, because if you just put, sometimes some people just have default e- um, passwords, like they, like you said, ABCD, and then they're like, you know what, that's easy for me to remember. I don't have to keep writing it down somewhere. So they just say, hey, screw it, I'm going to put this on all the websites. And then the person just needs to find one email address in your password. And they're like, hey, I can just do whatever I want with this.
0: Yeah. Let me run with it. Yeah. Um, What's wild is that people don't realize it, but they sign up to websites that are throwaway websites. Yes. So, like, I just want it 20% off. So, I'm going to put in my username, and I'm going to create a very easy password. And it's going to be password123. And then... You think to yourself, well, if anybody tries to hack this, it's just my login for DSW. But now I have your name. I have your address. I have your phone number. I have the, the fact where you've probably shopped. And I can narrow down just using this information. Scamming.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different scams. I mean, that's actually a classic uh, phishing yeah, um, maneuver. If Just... I have your phone number, I'd be like, "Hi, this is
0: Jenny calling from DSW. We wanted to send you some free shoes.
1: Do you want them? What's your address?" Yeah, and what was the last time you got one of those suspicious calls? Huh? I bet it was very recently.
2: I mean, and also it's like you're always gonna get the um. Even happened with YouTube. Like um, it was like certain um YouTubers. Um, a lot of fans were getting this random spam email it was like saying, hey, All right. would you guys want to donate to this? So then you think it's actually this YouTuber, but then you're like, wait. I mean, hopefully you know whoever you subscribe to, them, you know enough of them that they don't really send those type of emails. But then you click on it, and then you're like, oh, donate this much to whatever. But then as you're putting your data information, you're putting your credit card. Now this person, this website, that you thought you were donating to somebody you actually gave a crap about. You just give all your information to, it, and now right. they have it. They can hack everything that they want right now, and just use your card, which is also comes back to the old school Nigerian prince email.
1: Yes, yeah. that is a classic uh, uh, phishing technique. Actually, yeah. uh, real quick, a phishing technique is just any type of practice like sending mass emails or mass texts um, that are meant to have the victim click on it, open it, mm-hmm. so that it gets infected by whatever type of software yeah. was in it and it also records
2: what you type in like some some of them are just like the information you type in because at one point might have like the credit card information or your bank information you typed it in now that's being recorded now they can just read the data back and then they have they pick the information out right and now they're gonna like hey let's charge two thousand dollars to this guys at mx and then you're like wait where the hell are these charges coming from
1: right and the reason these attacks are so successful is because they could do them on a massive scale. So it's not like I'm attacking one person. You will be able to attack a thousand people with one email and then try to catch as many as you can from that thousand.
0: Well, phishing isn't solely um, Online either. installing malicious software, mm-hmm. phishing is the act of like um, me calling you up. And like it, basically social engineering, right, right, um, where you're pretending to be someone else in order to scam you out of money, right. Usually, uh, sometimes it's extortion or blackmail, whatever. But right. the the that's also a part of phishing.
1: Actually, yeah. On that note, I think one of the very interesting points of social engineering is how. <clears throat> What what they do is they make a situation and have you react to the situation. And a lot of people fall for this over the phone, like like you mentioned, where uh, especially in um, in 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 these particular examples of social engineering, the elderly are the ones that are mostly affected. Where they will receive a call from someone that knows that the elderly person is going through, for example, has a lot of like medical bills. The social engineer would then call the elderly person, pretending there is some type of uh, loan forgiveness type of location, they would ask for their information, and once they obtain the information, they use that information to then, you know, make fraudulent purchases or whatever the case might be with that person's information.
0: Don't forget, because it's a common mistake to think that only the elderly are the ones getting yeah, scammed. No, gotta, no, it is not only the
1: elderly. You gotta think Definitely not. Nah.
2: The reason that they're able to target certain. Um, people is because they already have your data they know you're gonna go shopping at DSW so the first thing remember it's almost like the newspaper nowadays people don't really use, read articles what they're gonna do is read the headline right so when you see the email 20% off at Foot Locker you're like yeah I want that 20% click boom and then all of a sudden you're like wait did I just give away my information yeah you did and you didn't realize that and then it's too late already and that's the thing like once all this data is all thrown around these companies are vulnerable and there's nothing really that gets done with them because no. even um, Equifax well, last year right. was one of the big ones. They got hacked. That was social security numbers, which right. is like that—that's your ID in the United States. Like that—that that, that has all your history. You know that that could determine if you could get a, a loan. Mm-hmm. You know, and a whole bunch of stuff. Equifax just got hacked, and I was like, okay, sorry, guys.
1: But you know what's the funny part about that? So Equifax got hacked. Um, all, all the information was leaked. And then they made another website that, uh, you know, another website where they where people that were affected could go and mm-hmm. receive some type of support. Yeah. Then somebody came and made a website that seemed very similar yeah. to it. Just to show. Just to show how vulnerable they are. And that's another way of, of phishing. A website, sometimes they will create a website that looks similar to where the website you're trying to go to. Let's say you're trying to go to Facebook.com and this one time you weren't paying attention and you spelled Facebook with two E's, but you're still on Facebook somehow, that would be a fake website that somebody well, cause made. Well,
2: can you can re, um, redirect. So, like, as, if you re- create a domain, like, let's say I could create a domain, you can have the different abbreviations that kind of look similar to the website. Right. Or she, and then redirects it to their website. So then even though you think you're going to the right one.
1: Right. Once a
2: fake went on, that's when you're going to screw
1: it over. And that's exactly what happened to the Equifax um, website when they created that, which just showed how these major companies aren't mindful of the information that they have. They're, it doesn't seem like they're taking a lot of action towards protecting it, which is why we're seeing new legislation that is obligating companies to pretty much state as soon as, what is it, 24 hours after a leak has happened? Yeah. Because or, or they, they some of these companies were waiting months to let people know when a leak occurred. I mean,
2: there's been multiple ones. There's, there's even one, um, I forgot which ho- hotel brand. I think it was the Marriott or...
1: It was the Marriott. Um, But, but let reason, me double check.
2: That that one was worse. It seemed just it was, bad. It was, um yeah, Marriott. That it was people's passports. So now this is in an in a, in a international way where you can get so much information. If you have somebody's passport, you can just open international bank accounts or you have access to that person's bank accounts now. mm mm-hmm. So you can just wipe out their whole savings because all you gotta do is a wire transfer. Right. And a lot of people won't even realize it until it's too late. Right. So
1: I mean, the the mishandling of data by major companies is such uh, it's such a mess that legislation had to be implemented. I mean currently we have two senators that are trying to enforce the the laws of what happens when something is when a data breach occurs.
2: Well not only a data breach, but like um a company selling off the information.
1: Right, exactly. So pretty much they're holding these these companies more responsible. They have to be able to disclose that a data breach occurred as soon as, uh, what, two days? And uh, they're also trying to control w- uh, what type of things a company could do with the information. They want to make sure that the information is not being misused.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like with the whole Facebook and um, Analytica. Yeah. It's so, you know like basically it can be used for political games and that's basically legal because you're not supposed to be doing stuff like that.
1: Yes, actually we went in depth on our Facebook, uh, the Downfall of Facebook episode. Go check that out. But yes, uh Cambridge and the Laker. We don't want another one of those situations.
2: Yeah, and, but, but also it's like, um, I, I understand the legislation that they're doing, but also you still got to protect yourself. Because at the end of the day, you can still get leaked and all they're going to do is say, I'm sorry. Yes.
1: Privacy is very important. It is your right. Your privacy is your right and your responsibility to protect.
2: One thing also is also be smart about how you're going about what, what information you're putting out there. Because if you do like social media, social media, you people put all their damn information out there. They say, oh, this is my dog. You know, like, oh, this is my mom and dad. Like, you get the names of the parents now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of security questions. You know, like, you forget your password. You know, they're like, oh, just answer security questions. Most people give out their information right on their Instagram. Yeah, they
1: tag the people, the, that the security people. questions answer on their pictures. Yeah, which is like,
2: my mother's maiden name, and you're like, oh, then you just click on the, the profile, and then like, where I got married, everybody puts their wedding profile picture, and then, like, oh, they got married in DR, great, boom, I have all these answers. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we need to actually, as people are trying to expose themselves so much in a way, like, hey, look, this is my life. You have to know what to hide also. Because if you're going to leave everything out there, you are the reason that everybody's able to attack you. Right. Because you left everything out in the open.
1: Be more conservative with your information. You know, don't overshare. Why are you posting 30 videos in one day on Instagram? That makes no sense. I don't need to know all this. I'm not going to watch all this.
2: You might as well just leave your front door open and say, hey, rob me if you want. Because, you know, you're leaving everything out in the open. But, um... Now, as always, how can you, you know, people don't think... I don't think people are well-informed of how to protect themselves nowadays.
1: Well, we're going to get to that. So,
2: you know, but
1: before we do, we need to talk about the big boy. On January 16th, was it? Yeah. It was
2: Troy
1: great. Hunt. Um, Not Mike Hunt's cousin. Not Mike Hunt's He's cousin. Def- the I that, though. The, yeah, we don't know. But Troy Hunt, um, which is an analyst and a researcher... Found a massive data breach called Collection One. Now, what is Collection One? What this is, is all of the breaches that have been occurring for the past, I want to say, five to ten years. So think about the Equifax breach, the Marriott breach, and mm-hmm. pretty much think of all these different breaches. All that information that has been collected has been getting dumped into this file, pretty much.
2: So it's the ultimate collection of everything.
1: It is the ultimate collection of information. This one collection, called Collection One, had over 772 million email addresses with over 21 million unique passwords.
2: I'm pretty sure half of those are just mines trying to get, like, free shit. <laughs> Created half of those.
1: Yeah, that's Fidel um, using up free trials on Netflix. He's never oh. paid. He's had Netflix for five years, but he's never paid for it. Never making different email addresses. Um, but yeah, like like I was saying, this data collection breach, this data breach is called Collection Number One. Now, here's here's where things get a little complicated. Forbes insiders mentioned that hackers have been advertising data and trying to sell it. And they were selling up to five of these massive collections. Five of them. So collection number one is the biggest breach of data that we've ever seen. And there's five of them out there. And this information is being offered for the very, very low price of $45. So what that means is for as much as a used Nintendo game. You can get yourself one terabyte of personal information. Think about that for a second.
2: Mm,
0: mm,
2: mm. <laughs> I mean, because uh, what, like eight pages on Microsoft Word it gives you what, like four kilobytes? Right.
1: Think of the largest essay you ever wrote. I
2: and mean, that's probably still not even...
1: That wasn't even one megabyte.
2: Yeah.
1: But you can go and buy one terabyte Nothing of bad. information for $45. That's a whole lot of information. Think of all the data that's in that and all the different things that could be done with that information.
0: You can also go to a website and find out that you've been pwned. Yeah. Yes.
1: From Actually, that regions. is the website. Been yeah. Um Type in your email address. That is uh, spelled PWNED.com. We'll put on
2: the links. Yeah. Right. We'll It'll be
1: before. in the description below. <laughs> but we we you could punch in your email address <laughs> and see if your email has been compromised, which it most likely has because. Come on, let's be serious. Everybody. You you'll be you'll be clicking on everything you get.
2: Yeah, because you know free free shoes. You'll you be, be you'll you be
1: unprotected on that NYC Wi-Fi, on Yo. that coffee shop. You know, sharing IG pictures with that suspicious dude with the suitcase right well, next. to you. Well, that's
2: why one of the biggest things they always tell you is like, if you don't know the Wi-Fi,
1: don't connect to it. Right. Because I can make a hotspot. And keep in mind, these, these social engineers, they're, they don't, they don't have a certain look. They could be anybody. They could be the guy standing right next to you right now. So don't think that, you know, it's going to be the nerdy dude that's very obvious or the dude in the trench coat looking suspicious. It could be anybody. Another one of these giant leaks that happened this year, and keep in mind, it's January. Uh, it was the mortgage leak that pretty much put out to the public 24 million banking and financial information. So, with that being said, is it even worth it trying to protect the information? Of course it is. And we have some tips on how to do it. First things first, if you live in New York, I think there is a free app you could download called NYC Secure. Um, so, I don't do
2: NYC in it. I don't trust it, bro. NYC, Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I mean, NYC Collins. NYC Collins already told me protection ain't good in New York.
1: I mean, it's better than nothing.
2: I mean, you might as well spend the extra money. You might as well
1: be wearing nothing. I mean, if you're broke, super broke, and you can't, Can't NYC, and you live in NYC, I'm on the internet. That's my fact. If you're broke, what you need to do on the internet
2: if you got money? The internet's free though. Yeah, but you gotta pay for data. (laughs) What data plan? How you pay for that? Nah,
1: you can connect to the NYC Link Wi-Fi. Yeah, now your data's all out there. But see, if you have the NYC Secure app. You know, you can breathe a little easier. You know, maybe if, if someone is trying to fiddle your Wi-Fi, the NYC Secure app might let you know. If not, obviously, there's a bunch of different apps. Just go to your local app store, type in security apps. Type, look, look. I'm pretty sure there's a security session.
2: I mean, you should look
1: into VPNs. VPNs are always encouraged in this show.
2: All right, so like the different ways to protect yourself, you know, is like pay for things in cash because once you have your credit card there, like now there's everybody's like just doing the taps with the NFC. Yes, it's secure, but some eventually someone's gonna know how to hack that, and all your information is there as not as encrypted as you always thought. Um, so if you can't pay in cash, pay in cash always, and also always, always, always use your bank's ATM, not the random ones at the deli or the bodega. Cause then Miguel just stole a thousand dollars from your account. Yeah, just in case. That's part of you
1: know, phishing. Cause you could do fishing on the credit card machines and other stuff. like exactly. that. Exactly. Um, uh, another way to do it is if you get like a bill or a statement with your name on it, put it on shred website. it properly. You know, oh. don't don't just rip it in half and throw it in the garbage. Most anybody could tape that back up. Or put it on your grandma's name.
2: What? <laughs> um, well, one thing also also like when you're doing when you're building your um. Your, your profiles, like when you're doing your password. Uh like companies that always ask you for security questions. And you can lie about it. You don't have to be so honest about it. Think about things that you would want that answer to be. So let's say, hypothetically, this is, what's your father's name? You're like, well, my dad's a piece of shit. So I'm going to name him Antonio Maderas. <laughs> okay, so there the you answer, go. Antonio is your dad. That's a very good method. So, you know, like, so they have to know really a lot of information about you just to try and figure out those security questions. Because... Well, what end up happening is whoever's doing that will end up getting that account locked. Right. And then you're the only one that's going to have access. And then you'll be it.
1: notified, most likely. Yeah. Another way is don't stop at the NYC Secure app. Secure all your devices. That includes your computers, your tablets, and your phones, okay? Download some firewall. Download some anti-malware, anti-virus Whatever it is that you can also, get, there's a bunch of it. There's even free ones. There's free trials. There's also like go if, get them.
2: If you're bad at like creating passwords, like because it's hard to remember. You know, like now I'm giving you advice that hey, you have different passwords for so many different accounts. You're like, what the hell? There's apps out there that help you, like to have uh, password vaults. So then you can have a whole one. It'll generate the password for you, store it for you, but only you will have access to that. So like hopefully if you secure your phone well enough. And also, you should always, always like a lot of... I know Google has this. They have um, Yahoo and all of the big companies now. That they allow you to do two-factor authorization. Right. So, you know, you're going to log in, but then it's going to send a notification to your phone. The
0: only person that should have your phone is you. Right. Real quick, what's your password habits? And I'm not talking about getting into p- specifics. Like, don't tell me your password. Oh, no, no. The, the but, you guys know... Are nowhere near to anything else. Oh, so you
2: admit to sharing passwords, Fidel. Yeah, how do you think you got my Netflix? Oh. Shut up.
1: <laughs>
2: so, like, one thing that I, I, which is probably one of my problems, well, is a mistake on my part, which is certain stuff I do have the same password for because I'm like, ah, these accounts are not important. But when you really think about it, it is important. Now, there is another thing, um, there's another website you can use if you're really scared about, like, a small website, that's a Netflix, or you put in on your credit card information. It's also called privacy.com where you can have a credit card that they virtually create and you could fund. So let's say like you use your debit card, you put the money on that one. So if somebody was to hack that year, your Netflix, it's only hacking that virtual credit card that you have.
1: Right. That makes so sense. So you're not going
2: to, it's not going to have all, you could set a limit. So let's say you have Netflix for the whole, you want to pay it for the next seven months and $12, you put $84. So every time it just takes it out and you don't have to worry about it. But if somebody's trying to steal, most people are trying to steal over $100. They're going to get denied, denied, denied. And you'll probably get a notification saying, hey, you stole, you know, somebody's trying to access your card, but it's a virtual card. It's right. It's really the card that has your money on it.
1: That's a very good strategy.
2: So that, that there's multiple things that if people just take the time to sit down and look at it. Right. They'll protect themselves so much more.
1: And actually, on on uh, going back to what Steve said earlier, your password. Why are you using the same password for everything? Why are you not capitalizing? Easy, nice. Why are you not using numbers? Why aren't you using different characters? Take advantage. Why is your password a word? Why isn't it a sentence? Why can't your password be Humpty Dumpty fell on the wall? You know? Or, it's too many characters. Uh, it's too many characters, but you can try, baby. Come on, you gotta you gotta think of these things.
2: This up, you know, that's yeah, point. you can
1: make it a little phrase. It doesn't have to be a word or two words. Capitalize, throwing characters in there. Try to confuse whoever's trying to get in there.
2: Yeah, or like you can actually choose things that you dislike because most people choose either like a significant other than having the password or like a last name or whatever. Choose things that you don't like. So let's say I hate Steven and nobody knows I hate Steven. So I put Steven's damn name because it makes sense.
1: Oh, wow. Is that why all your passwords are are Fran?
2: Fran is a big piece of
1: shit. Oh, my God. That makes so much sense now. And watch watches German porn is my Netflix password. Oh, wow. Now everyone's going to be on that. Uh, Another one for businesses. Train your employees. Let your employees know. Listen, if you see a suspicious email, please don't click it. But data is very important. And it is your responsibility to protect yourself. The world is scary out there. Your information is being leaked 24-7. Please protect yourself.
2: Yeah, don't be a prostitute and give yourself out there.
1: Yeah, don't give it off for free at least. At least sell it yourself if that's the case.
2: Shit, I sold my social security for $12,000.
1: Look at that. And he he made a profit off of it. Your social security is probably out there for free. So come on, people. Start thinking smart. Start making better decisions. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. It has been a blasty blast. Please follow us on iTunes. If you follow us on iTunes, please rate us and subscribe. Uh, subscribe on SoundCloud and Google Play. And
0: iTunes.
1: And iTunes, of course, obviously. Thank you for joining us.